everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Classroom Brew. Uh, if you're new here, you can check out the podcast. It's typically a bunch of teachers. I mean, just like the intro song says, we're sitting down having a couple of beers and we're talking about the shit that's going on, which is usually some sort of messed up stuff. Um, if you're looking to get into some more bonus content or you want to get some podcast merch or just support a teacher podcast, we do have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash classroombrew, I believe we have a $2, $4, and $7 tier. So you can support the podcast that way. But you also get access to some cool stuff like, I don't know, we've got the koozies and shot glasses and t-shirts and all that stuff. So at that parent-teacher conference, maybe not at that one, uh, maybe at that professional development or something like that, or your next staff meeting, show off your, your teacher podcast pride and sport some, uh, some awesome Classroom Brew merch. And uh, spread the word about the podcast. That's the biggest thing. That's something you can do for free. Uh, whether you don't want to, you know, commit the two, four, or seven per month, spreading the word on the podcast is the, the gift that keeps on giving to everybody. If you're looking to start your own podcast, for example, maybe this one inspired you or something else inspired you, whatever it may be. Maybe it's Joe D's podcast. Maybe it's Devin Siebold's podcast. Who knows? If you go to podbean.com slash classroom brew, you can get your first month free. When you sign up again, that's podbean.com slash classroombrew. And if you're a business owner, small business, large business, medium business, moderate business, whatever it might be, uh, you can go to podbean.com slash pro slash classroombrew, and they offer different options for training or communication or whatever it might be. Uh, and again, it's one month free now. And again, that business option is podbean.com slash pro slash classroombrew. One little follow-up, by the way. I already messed up. I told you guys that we were going to do Mr. Corman this week. I did not have time. I didn't. I barely have time for my email. I just don't make time for my email. But you know, same, same thing. Same thing. I don't want to read. There's no parent emails. It's all staff members. I just don't feel like it. Um, so I will get to Mr. Corman. I, just, I haven't watched it. I don't know. Is it going to be a bunch of bo broken dreams? Boken or broken dreams? A city in Russia. I don't know. But uh, we'll, we'll get to that one. We really will. Uh, maybe, possibly, on my next mental health day. I should mention I'm really bad about taking those. I don't take those. I need to take those. I probably should take those. In the state of Illinois, kids get like, what, four or five um, mental health days? I don't know how that really works because our kids just, they take their four or five days per week off. I guess it's all mental. They, our kids are very good at self-care. <laughs> uh, kidding. Obviously, you know, there's plenty of stuff going on with the pandemic and all this stuff, but uh, yeah, our kids are very truant. And I don't know. I, I saw a girl for like the first time. She actually inspired the meme where it's like a student that has, that has 75 plus absences and is pissed off that I won't round that F up to a, an A. Saw her for like the fifth or sixth time in my entire life. And I think she attempted an assignment for about two minutes of a 50 minute class period. And then by the end, she just ripped it up and kind of gave me the, ugh, this fucking guy. Like, yeah, it's my fault. I'm not doing my job can't teach what I can't see, but you know, it is what it is. Um, there's been a lot of talk about the, the sub shortage and things like that that have been going on. Uh, and I, I've met a lot of new subs. Usually it's the usual suspects for usual suspects, the usual like rotation of subs in my building. And we've got some long-term subs, but I've noticed a bunch of new faces, which I, I guess that's a good thing. I've talked a lot about a particular sub that seems like she's looking through me, through the wall, through the atmosphere. She's just not all there, if you will. Like, again, you, it could be like your class starts in like five minutes ago and she's like, oh, I guess I better head down there in about 30 minutes. It's like, the class is going to be over, motherfucker. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
and everyone that I've spoken to at my, maybe, maybe we have someone else on the podcast we can ask, they're concerned. <laughs> Same lady that apparently, like this is over a year ago when we had, um, we first went back in person. I was like, you can just go because she's having a bunch of issues with her, uh, with her mask. And at the time, most of my students were not vaccinated. And I myself, again, this is like a year and a half ago, I think I only had dose one out of two. Now, fast forward, I've got three doses. We'll see how it goes. I'm hoping between two Pfizer's and a Moderna, I'll be fine. So far, so good. But we'll see. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll all get outlived by Brad Pitt. The guy doesn't age. I can't wait, by the way, till the day that, like, the age that I get to or the, the moment or the whatever it is where I'm more attractive than Brad Pitt. Well, like, sort of. Like, like Brad Pitt, he's going to be super old, obviously. Like, he's not going to, like, it's not gonna, I'm not going to best Brad Pitt. Like, me in my prime versus him in his prime. It's just 90-year-old Brad Pitt, I think I, I could, maybe not. I don't know. He might have really good dentures by then. But I just feel like, like, by that point, he'll be super old. I'll be not as super old, but I feel like that's when I'll have a shot that I'll be more attractive than Brad Pitt. Not like, you know, in the eyes of the kids, because that'd be fucking weird, but just in general, when he gets super old, I move up in the rankings. (laughs) So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, This seems like a good opportunity to get, what a weird transition. What a weird segue. A good opportunity to get to this week's weird student questions. As you know, there is definitely no such thing as a stupid question especially when you're a classroom teacher teaching students. That said, there are, on quite a few occasions, some very weird student questions. I say that, and it's really just one question. So this one is, we actually got a bunch um, for this particular person. This is uh, Sergeant G on Instagram, uh, S-G-T-G-U-D-V-A-N-G, Sergeant Kudvangin. I'm sorry, man. I'm going to get that wrong. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast soon. Uh, and he sent, me a, he sent me a bunch of them. Uh, Matt filtered it out for me because I, I'm really bad about social media. I'll get to it. But this is a question from uh, a student, I'm assuming. I mean, it's student's handwriting. Very nice handwriting. But it says, isn't clitoris that big red dog? And to that, I would say, yeah. You know what? Yeah, it is. Yep. That's exactly what it is. The big friendly dog scared that red i don't know i don't even know what i would say in those moments a student this week asked <laughs> i i wish i was joking but a student asked me this week about three sum it was like what a what a questions comments concerns you have and it's like uh asking me about a three some like i was thinking like math i was like what you have a math question I like i had never seen it spelled this way they're referring to a threesome of course um i had to text Kai like, hey, this student is yet again on the, on the prowl with weird questions. Also on the prowl for one plus, who knows? Um, it was a weird, weird moment. But yeah, the, you, know, you know what? Those are those moments. Sometimes I almost don't think it's genuine when my kids ask me like fucked up shit. Like, do they know I have a segment? Do they know I have a podcast and I have a, a segment on the podcast where I do weird student questions? And they're trying to make the cut. So it's all a, a, a game to them. I'm being played. I'm not in on my own. I'm I'm not in on my own joke. <laughs> just had a stroke. Like I said, uh, graphic organizationer. No, just say organizer, man. So that's a good one, though. Plenty of weird shit going on there um, when it comes to the weird student uh, 
student questions. And you know, I was, I was talking with, with Katie and I was talking with my students and just in so many circumstances, you know, in this case, it was with track. Uh, it, it felt really good because I signed up a few kids for our first meet that didn't want to do the events that I put them in there for. And it's the first one and I only got two kids per event. So I had to really get clever with who got what and I figured I'd rotate it. And so many kids were like, I'm not going to be good at that and I'm going to hate that. And I just, I got to say, I love it when I'm right. And I do it every day, just crushing it. Just, just every day, guys, every day I'm right. And I love doing it. So basically, like example, this one particular kid was like, I don't want to do the high, or uh, I don't want to do the long jump. I was like, you better not do the fucking high jump when you're supposed to do long jump. But, <laughs> but I don't want to do the long jump. And I was like, just give it a shot. You know, you're, you're pretty fast. You take some long strides. You got some leaps. I've seen you cut class. It's pretty impressive. Why don't you use that? Put that to good use. And uh, by the time he was done with his fourth jump, which you know, was his best jump too, he was like, I love it. I love long jump. I, this seems like a lot of fun. I was like, I love it when I'm right. And I do it every day. It was great. So I guess a fun little update too. Uh, maybe for a future episode. Somebody recommended this earlier. You should do this when this happens. Uh, maybe I'll do like an episode where now that... So if you, if you don't know, I, I now finally have tenure in CPS. Hold the applause. I don't know if it's really that impressive anymore these days. I've met some of the other tenured teachers and I'm like, whoa, you got it, bud. You've got some protection. But I don't know what protections I have aside from less observations and, and, and different things like that, different benefits and more protection. And I'm certainly not the first one, uh, the last one in and first one out at this point now that I'm in year five, which is weird. But I was thinking I could look up like some weird shit that professors say or have said. So if you've got any of that, if you've got, <laughs> if you've got any of that, you can send it to classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew. Uh, let's just see what we can get away with. <laughs> we're a tenured, yeah, tenured teacher. I don't know if it works that way. That was always the, the thing where uh, when I was a student, whether it was in, in uh, college or, or high school. But yeah, some wild shit that tenured pres- professors say. Maybe we'll look that one up. At the track meet, by the way, uh, I'm, I'm a newer track coach. I've only been doing it for three seasons, uh, even, for, even for football, pretty new with that. But uh, at the meet, there's not a lot that I can say in that moment. I'd imagine that's what like a soccer coach would be like too. Like when I'm a football coach, you've got stuff you got to do. You've got all these adjustments that you've got to make in that moment. And if it doesn't happen, you fucked up. With track, it's more so just like, have they conditioned? Do they have their fundamentals? Are they keeping their form? Things like that. Do they know where to go and when to go when it's time to check in for the meet? That kind of stuff. So it's not nearly as hands-on as it would be for some other sports, at least with my style. And what I do like is when it's very clear that another track coach doesn't necessarily need to jump in, but they want to feel needed, if you will. For example, um, coaching, it's common to say things like open up, loosen up when you're coaching in track. However, I got to say my least favorite form of feedback from a coach to a student athlete who's just trying to do their best on the track is run. No shit. I don't get it. Why would you ever yell run? (laughs) And saying it with the utmost confidence that it's going to help them. And you know what? Maybe they did forget to run in that moment. 
I don't know. Things happen. Maybe they've got a lot of events and they weren't sure if they had to jump or run. But run, they yell. I just, I love when dumb shit that's so, uh, like it doesn't need to be yelled at. We don't need it. Like the most obvious, like go throw the ball person. Just nothing that, it all makes sense. They're not wrong. Their expertise hasn't truly like gone to waste in their mind. But in that moment, do you think your student athletes can hear you? And if they do hear you, is there any other thought in their mind than no shit, coach? Run at the track meet. I got it. It wasn't even a situation where the kid was walking. Nothing like that. They were doing fine. But they were being yelled at by their coach to run. Speaking of running, the New Zealand, uh, some governor in New Zealand or something like that for uh, some sort of like anti-mask protest or whatever. And you know, it's a whole separate thing. We won't get into that. But uh, <laughs> decided to turn on the sprinklers. Like the, the exact, the exact uh, quote was, drench them. <laughs> That's what he told them. Uh, so thanks for the idea, NPR. I wish I could do that with so many situations with my students when they're just not doing what they should be doing. Just drench them. Turn on the sprinklers. <laughs> Um, I had a student, by the way, say that there was some other like white coach with bl- with bl- white coach with brown hair. Um, she's like, "That's your downgraded doppelganger." It's like you, but downgraded. Like, this is a little bit of a weird conversation, but I appreciate it because that man is, looks like he's never lifted a weight in his life. A lot of lot of very stereotypical track coach, and I like to pride myself on on lifting. So, anyway, I was thinking about this too. Back to the, the New Zealand thing, I might not be able to terrorize my kids when it comes to like the in the moment shit, you know what I mean? But I was reading this thing about like their, it, I think it was on Tom Segura's podcast. I'm like 90% sure it was on Tom Segura's podcast. But they're talking about like these famous, uh, maybe it was Neil Brennan, I don't know, famous moments or wakes or whatever, like the top 16 where like the body wasn't in casket laying down instead it was like at a card table playing cards or like in a Cadillac outside like just creepy shit that shouldn't happen so I think I think when I die like at my wake well first off cremate me like right after like I want to be cremated and spread somewhere because no one's going to visit me so just no you know just spread the ashes whatever I kind of want like a wax figure of myself just to be like in the corner like incognito but pointed at anyone that goes up to the casket to pay their respects. So like there's actually like me, the real me, the dead me that's going to be cremated in an hour. That'll be me in the, in the casket. But then the wax figure of me, just like maybe it has a hat on or whatever. Maybe like the jacket, like the, like the spy, like I'm trying to be low key or whatever. Just perfect teacher resting face. You know what I mean? That kind of a thing. Uh, and maybe I'll like record some audio of myself being like, no, it was you just to freak anybody out, just on a loop. I know it was you. I know it was you. I know it was you. I think that would be really great. So if anyone can make that happen, <laughs> if you're planning my demise and you can actually make that happen, I think that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, that'd be great. So, But hey, uh, thank you guys for, for listening and supporting and all that good stuff. If you reach out to the show, if you interact with us, that's the best thing that we can get. Uh, we love when that happens with our listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, please spread the word. Uh, that really helps the podcast out. I'm not like, you know, I, I'm done asking for reviews. I don't want that. I just want more and more people to listen to it 
and to maybe reach out. Maybe we'll get some people back on. And as things hopefully open up safely, we'll get some more in-studio guests because it's basically been two years of like the occasional person in studio, but mostly over Zoom slash Google Meet slash FaceTime slash the phone slash whatever app people use nowadays. I don't know. It's a mixed bag, I guess. But uh, patreon.com slash classroom brew to support the show. There's a $2, $4, and a $7 tier. Each of them get you different benefits like bonus content and podcast merch, but also just help out a help out a teacher podcast. We're all going through it. Help them out. Uh, you can go to podbean.com slash classroom brew if you're looking to get one month free when you start your own podcast. And if you're looking for a business solution, that's podbean.com slash pro slash classroom brew. At Classroom Brew on social media, including TikTok and Instagram, classroombrew at gmail.com to reach out as well. Uh, you can also DM us, I guess. I'm not that great at checking DMs, but hopefully getting better. Uh, but until next week, guys, class dismissed.